Don't get comfortable. <laughs> just letting you know. Actually, we need to get new di- new guest chairs because I it's impossible to, say, like, to get it's comfortable. Yeah, I was just <laughs> noticing yours. You even have an extra pillow, which seemingly you never use. Yeah. And you guys have lovely... I mean, Paul's got a knitted This should be on the air. Thing. It's a scoop cap. It is. And okay, good. We're sitting here in hard wood back chairs that don't even like have a rock because they're that old. Which if they'd had a rock, they would be like. Oh. They came with the room. They were literally they were they were owned by the previous tenants of this room, and the landlords were like, "Do you want these chairs?" And we said, and "Sure." Were like, yeah, put them on that side of the table. And the mm-hmm. before us, the people yeah. that lived here were the No Butt Society. So Wait, they, they like, lived yeah. here. Yeah, they, they, they lived here. <laughs> a squatters <laughs> residence. There was a squatters <laughs> residence. Wow, it was a commune. Wow. If you if you get your nose really close to the right corner, you you realize which one was the communal toilet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, I thought it was just it was this that side of the table. No, no, sorry, no, it's it's one it's, it's one mine. corner. It's just one corner. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's where corner. I always make Heidi sit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. Hey Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. Time for Matt and Madeline's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Madeline. Across from me is Mr. Matt Donnelly. Nas and Dials take up the audio guy. Love that guy. And back in studio with us, Matt and Heidi. Reaching fun. <laughs> Knobs and dials. Knobs and dials. It used to be wheels of steel, and then it was pointed out to Matt that I don't do that. <laughs> Ready there's Rich no, was the no one DJ. who took us to task. That's right. He, he is a DJ, or was it? Uh, he is a DJ. He's a DJ, uh, I believe. And DJ, he was like, DJ. He's like, a real knob. You are not. Operating wheels of steel. That's a double turntable. Turn oh. It's a specific kind of turntable. Yeah, that's steel like an 80s reference right yep. there. Is that like yeah, some oh, yeah, yeah. Wheels of steel, Beat Street stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Jazzy Jeff, yeah, you're Spinderella. Not that. You're just <laughs> 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 people mistake me for DJ Jazzy Jeff. All <laughs> 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 yeah. that's just from the waist up, the waist up and head down. Hi, how are you doing? You're a little feisty today, huh? Am I punchy? You're a little punchy. You're a little feisty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting here with my arms crossed for sure. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> lead lead back in his comfy chair. And, uh, yeah. Comfy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little punchy. I, we're burning it down to both ends a little bit these yeah, days. So yeah, we're just yeah. Yeah. Like, you know. You guys so have been at it. The glory mm-hmm. yeah. that yes. is the Princess Wendy Late Night Spectacular. <laughs> yeah, man. Is in, it, You guys have really just got uh, hit with a wrecking ball. Yeah. Right? Pretty fast. Yeah. There were some yeah. circumstances that, that happened. Yeah, there were extenuating circumstances. So the run that you came in and plugged the run, the run that we initially did, yeah. uh, we. And Scoops came we, and saw I mean, the show. Yes, they uh, yeah, did. Yeah, Yay, Scoops. Scoops, Scoops headed out and times. saw the Princess Wendy show. A few times. It was lovely. And by all reports, loved it. Yeah, great. And I saw it, too. And it was it was fantastic. And I really enjoyed it. a bit of open-mouth kissing with Thank some Scoops, you. I'll just say, nice. yeah, in general. Yeah, but that's the Also, there was some bug. stuff in the show. Yes. Yeah. Hey, no wonder we're You win the award for best best variety show or best new show? Best new variety show in Las Vegas from Las Vegas Weekly. So everything's going great. Yeah, that was and that was the day after the whole thing burned to the ground. Yeah, man. So it was like a posthumous award. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like a an event where they gave everything. So we're meeting all these cool people with like, oh, we won for this best, this best, and they're like, oh, come to my bar, come to my art thing. Where can we see your show? Oh, funny story. There's a video of you. Can't. You are done. It's a myth. It was a pop up show. Oh yes. Oh. 
There's the line. That is an angle. That's the line. That's the an angle. angle. <laughs> that is the angle. It's a problem show. You just got to you got to follow us on socials. You know. Mm-hmm. The problem is windy late night. The problem is we're broadcasting the uh, brainstorming of the angle. I think that really kind of <laughs> that's all right. Nobody <laughs> listens. Nobody's to listening. This, yeah. dude. <laughs> Nobody's on. hearing us. Quit showing off. That's good. <laughs> that pop up is good. Yeah, pop-up a pop is up hot. show. We're yeah. not on hiatus. We're a, we're we're just we're just a pop up show. Uh, yeah. Well, let's be clear. Well, so you now, had a venue downtown. Yeah, yeah, we had a venue downtown. I'll try to keep a, a long, arduous, painful story quite short if I can. We had a venue but downtown. Still painful. Yeah, forty-eight hours before opening night, right? Uh, the venue was pulled from us. They had the wrong licensing permitting for occupancy in the room. Right. So, oh, so it was a it was a red tape issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh. in forty-eight hours or twenty-four hours later, I was able to secure the showroom at Hooters, right. which Princess Wendy and Hooters like felt like a great fit. Right? Yeah, the night owl showroom, chocolate and peanut butter. So then twenty-four so hours later, no no ticket sales or anything online because no venue. I was able to fill that room a couple of times on yeah. Friday and Saturday night, sell a few tickets, sell some bar. We had great audience. Great audience. They were so we great. We knew that that room was technically only available for four weeks because Cherry Boom Boom was coming in. Ah, oh, you knew that was the good yes. thing. Right. So, so you got four weeks to scramble. Right. So I said Give to you a window. partners at the time, secure me this room for four weeks, and then let's have a conversation about what we can do next or where we can go. But that way I can get my opening in. I can have my... So-and-so come and say wonderful things that people will read one night, and then the next day a new million people are here, so they have no idea about it. But that Mm, room then, in the end, was not able to be secured for us except on a week-by-week basis. Like, we could find out, like, on a Wednesday or Thursday. Wednesday or Thursday, I'd know if we could have the room (laughs) on Friday. Oh, God damn it. And in the meantime, no ticket sales. You can't sell tickets. tickets. Which I I have worked with the people that run that room. And that is insane. Right. That's fucking crazy. So that's crazy. I think there's some other things that were going on too. Whatever, but there are always other things going yeah. on. Yeah. So we just decided to. Clearly, to something was happening Monday through Wednesday. <laughs> something was <laughs> yeah, happening. Something's I mean, happening. You know I mean? There was a possible right? bingo tournament, and maybe like, on weekends. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So the we just was decided like, to like save Wayne, our money and 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 go. Wayne and Newton. then the next day we. Wayne Newton, please call me back, Wayne. <laughs> please call me back. And then Wednesday's like, all right, Wayne, you haven't called me back. I'm going to give it to this Princess, Princess Wednesday thing. Call me back for, yeah, call me back me, for next week. Give me one more day. Take him to, take him to Thursday. <laughs> Just give me one more day. Hey, hey, can, can, can you give me one more day? Uh, I can, actually. I really don't give a shit about oh, these guys. Well, well, donk a shame. <laughs> it's funny when you, when you show everybody your wounds and your scars, and they just start picking at them and then shoving pencils in them and breaking off lead tips. That was stuff. a surprisingly good Listen, way to do Matt, impression. Yeah. I would, you should do if, impressions, I would, if, 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 I, I would offend I my own right father. I, I do a few. <laughs> they're not would, all. They're not all gems. I would kill my own father just to get Paul to do more Wayne Newton impressions. So I don't. I don't mean to. <laughs> Red roses for a blue lady. <laughs> but she didn't know it was a song. I didn't know it was a big song. That's going a little yes. Carson. We need to go. It to is Shenandoah. a little Carson. Yeah. Shannon Don't get bit by a monkey. Maybe he'll support the princess Wendy. Yeah, that's a whole season. thing. That we had a whole story. You hear uh, about this? We we all story about this like uh, last. Is that where week? she got your wife got bitch slapped by a monkey? That was a no, different, that story. Was story. different story. I love that yeah. you know that story. <laughs> different story. <laughs> I love that you know that story. <laughs> Did you hear that on the show, or have we talked about that in we person? We talked about it here. I oh, we talked it. about it here. Yeah, okay, yeah. great. Yeah. 
Nobody listens to the show. Why do you guys keep bringing that up? I do, and I have a question, but I'm going to save it for later. Years okay. before you good, good, won good. the Best of Las Vegas Award, <laughs> this show won the Best of Las Vegas Award. No, we've been to those awards. We talked. Yeah, we have. obviously does nothing for exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> we, we talked in depth about Wayne Newton's monkey. There's an ongoing lawsuit. He he his, bit the, a kid. The monkey a bit a kid? child. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The monkey, not Wayne Newton. Oh. <laughs> Okay, possibly both. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's being reported is the monkey bite, but who knows about Wayne Newton's jumpers? Yeah. <laughs> but so, the, the okay. kid might have might have instigated. Where does the where sure, does probably. Princess Wendy can't end up at a Hooters? Where is it going? Well, we'll see what happens. Pop yeah. up. Yeah. It's gonna pop up. Yeah, it's gonna pop up again. What's crazy is that you have probably the hardest thing you could do, which is uh, at least a local recognition of a property being like, "Yep." That thing is good. Right. That that's a name I recognize and that thing is good. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so like what's crazy is that like that's so many locals try to do things uh yeah. here and it's so difficult on that level. Yes. How right. do you give a shit about something you know? Matt and Heidi have, fi- have figured out a system. So I've, I've I've been around Matt and Heidi for a few years now. And Matt and Heidi not a system. That's the Keep wrong guessing. word. <laughs> that's <our system. laughs> Keep them guessing. You never know what piece of shit will show up <laughs> or where. <laughs> But they've done things like the shit show. They've done things like uh, Princess Wendy. They've done things like Shotspear, which we'll talk about in a, mo- in a moment here. Yeah. Uh, and they have a lot of these really good shows that that go around. Uh, and I would never sell. I would never tell Matt that the shows are good off the air. But on the air, I'll say that they're good. Uh, but uh, they're, they're really good shows. But they're really good at getting the the word out to people. They they have they the system that I'm referring to is just the the mechanisms that they use to get those words out to to the the people who right. want to come see it. No, they they figured out the crowds that want to see their shows, and they have gotten good at getting the words out to those crowds. Well, and that's that was Thank our you. being down on Fremont Street. That was the big push for us with Wendy was. And it kind of going down there, you know, you're going, you're on the strip, and you're like, you're lost in a sea of of wild. You know, nobody yeah. wants to go there. But on Fremont Street, I was like, I think I can generate Maybe. some interest with the locals there long enough to carry us through, to yeah. help yeah. us through while uh-huh. we're figuring out how to get Peter and Wendy and Nancy and Jeff from Oklahoma to want to come up the stairs and right. see the show. And yeah. so, and they hate stairs. Some, yeah, <laughs> Oklahoma is very flat. It's but tough in that the, scooter. You know, some of the partnerships <laughs> that we've had with some of the the more strip type people, they don't. They don't recognize the value of the local draw. Yeah, th- that that might kind of skip you through those really difficult yep. months of the yeah. first year. It's you right. know, while the it goes, are... it'll always go in waves here, of course, and it will eventually go that way as as the club things kind of starting to burst a little bit. They're going to need they, not not just for your endeavors, but like in all endeavors. Like they, what yeah. happens is that if for mainstream casinos, it seems like if they cannot have to do a thing. Yes. Yes, please. You know, it's like, is there someone who can just come in and the news of them coming in will just be news and I don't have to ever think about yeah. helping a show get butts and seats. Right. And I can just make money off of the ticket sales and the alcohol sales mm-hmm. and I can just wait for the reports in the morning. That's plan one. I mean, even, they don't even want, I mean, they just, the ticket sales, they're like, they're like, I feel like they're like, we don't care. Just give us three grand a week or a yeah, night. Yeah. And then right. like, do whatever you want. Like, mm-hmm. right. Or, I mean, that cuts us out. I mean, J-Lo's in, but, you know I mean? People like us are... And then it's that little showroom thing, you know? It's not a 3,000-seater or whatever. We're looking for, like, a 200-seat room, and those are a little bit harder to come Those are rare in town. Now, you know? Mm -hmm. Very rare. Yeah. You know? So that's the the harder part with sort of being a... One thing that that a lot of the scoops may not realize, and we may have gotten into this at some point before, the the pricing to rent a theater in, in this town... 
uh, can get really expensive really fast. Mm-hmm. You know, like a 1,500-seat theater in Vegas rents for like $35,000 a week. Yeah. So like that, that's, the kind of, that's the kind of cash that we talk about as soon as we get into like the, the bigger rooms and everything. Yeah. Right. And then it's like, I have that lying around, but like... You know. <laughs> oh, we all do. But who wants you to do? But who wants to dig into the couch cushion? <laughs> right, you know, it's it's just the transportation. Yeah. I just don't want to move it physically. Yeah. Get out of your vault. <laughs> who wants to roll those quarters? <laughs> Once I try to get armed guards to take it from my house to the casino, now it's down to thirty-two grand, and so then I can't yeah. get the room anymore. Ah, right, yeah. and it's not yeah, it's you're really not quite tough there. thing. If the casino just come over my house, then I could rent this theater. <laughs> so while you guys were down on Fremont. How much interaction, if any, did you have with the giant quotes, theatrical experiences <laughs> that happen on that Gosh, street? It's so funny. I had the wildest. Uh, I, I had wild <laughs> fantasies of like walking Fremont Street, pitching our show to the local people that work there. <laughs> So that they would come see the show, so that would generate an interest. So then when the tourists were walking around, what should we do tonight? Well, you should go see Princess Wendy. <laughs> and I walked that street, and dear God. <laughs> I was like, I am not talking to any of these fucking people, man. Oh, I walked that street! Cow. I've it's never actually been to Fremont Street. I saw a photo once and thought, yeah. It's like, a- oh, a canopy. <laughs> it's terrifying. Oh isn't my gosh! It? We did a photo shoot. I think we did a photo shoot down there. Did we talk about this last time? I, we yeah, there? we did because yeah. I I was saying oh, that we went after like... absinthe one night. It was so oh, it was very yeah. late, like and it was yeah, yeah. Wednesday yeah. night, oh, right. one a.m. I was like, please just take a picture of me. Let's go. <laughs> like, Some dude standing there like two feet away watching, but like two feet away. Yeah. Like, bro, we're doing I, I something see here. see you. He's just like watching. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Bro. They're very. <laughs> Actually, like, please ask for money. Please ask for money. <laughs> <laughs> like, the world will make the most sense to me, and I feel most safe if you want money from yeah. me right yeah. now. Give me some it. stickers. And yeah. Just, that's oh, all God. I got. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. You I don't have around, pockets. You hanging around and not asking me for money is making me much <laughs> more nervous. <laughs> You're gonna murder and rape me in that order. What was what was the act that stood out to you? <laughs> there's a there's a, Mar- a, a a large bearded Marilyn Monroe down there whose costume has not been washed in years, and he is all He's about that waiting. booty. He's all about the booty bounce. Caesar's is gonna give him a show. They promised. They yeah, 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 reopen yeah, that yeah. show. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're gonna build a stage <laughs> on the Bellagio. Fountain. Sub in for J Lo if he's got a big enough booty. Hey. Right. There's also thing. a gentleman with uh, no legs who does handstands. Yes, right? and smiles incessantly. I think there's a guy who does handstands with no legs in every city that yeah, I've ever been so. to. Like same guy. <laughs> same guy. Same guy. He follows well, you around. <laughs> they keep doing it at parties, and they're like, it's wait, I can cousin. make money off of this. There's, there's not a lot of other stands they can do. <laughs> it's me. It's just that's the, it's, it's, it's Handstands or no stands. That's just it. That's it. Don't, <laughs> I mean, that's the sign right there. You just put yeah, the, the sign. Handstands are no stands sign. the limit. Handstands the limit. Stands, stands menu. His name is Stan. Ha- one hand? <laughs> one handstand. Two handstands. <laughs> two handstands with one hand. That's about it. That's it. <laughs> or falling over. The two different hands. Fa- <laughs> the tumble is extra. <laughs> there was a, uh, a an Irish, uh, Irish magician slash escape artist that found us on, I forget how he found us, uh, but he he was coming Certainly to Vegas not to listening film to the a, show. No to film a special. No, no, no. <laughs> he was coming to Las Vegas to film Made a special. <laughs> and uh, so he decides that he wants to come. He, he contacts us, or his publicist yeah. contacted us. To, to come on to, uh, to Ice Cream Social here. And so he came on. We did a very nice interview with him. This is several months ago. And uh, 
one thing we told him, I believe on the air, because he said, oh. I'm, I'm, doing some, I'm doing some shoots down at Fremont Street, and uh, I believe we said... You were pretty much like, watch your six, As soon yo. as the crowds are gone, Get be out. very careful, <laughs> leave as soon as possible, and do not go down any streets that are not, like, that are not the, the main drag, that are not Fremont yeah. Street. Uh, we heard from him the next day. He had not followed that advice. Oh, no. Got mugged at night ah! point. No. <gasps> no. Yeah. 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 Went down a little side yeah. alley after the crowds had kind of dissipated. Dude pulled a knife on him, took guy, his took his money, took his passport. Guy, guy had no money. legs. No way. Really good with really good with a knife. Because he's got that arm going, strength. Going for that Achilles tendon. <laughs> oh. You wanna join my party, pal? Because oh, I can make it happen. Dean Jacob. Yes. So we're really name. excited yeah. to go back to Fremont Street. I was looking I was looking, looking for him in my in my DMs on my Instagram. And I got a request. Someone wants to show me their nude photos. Must be a good friend. I bet oh, it's a good friend. Yeah. Did you, send, did you reply, uh, new phone, who dis? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I replied, uh, block. Is what I <laughs> <laughs> Were they just maybe going to ask for some criticism? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, constructive... I like your eye. <laughs> <laughs> I saw your post. You get art. <laughs> What do you think of this angle? I'm looking for criticism. <laughs> Would you like to see some of my nudes? Everyone just only says, if you'll critique them. <laughs> so far, that's the only way I'll send them is so, if you promise me scathing critiques <laughs> on the naked photos I'm about to send you. So far, <laughs> I just keep getting that's my deal. nice tits, great tits. No, no scathing <laughs> critiques <laughs> needed. Yes, yeah. There's a there's a there's they're a place a little, there on the internet. They're a little off balance. They're a little asymmetrical. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not as scathing as I'd like, but it's a start. Berate me. <laughs> you look like you smell That's terrible. That's the name berate. of the website. Berate me. 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 No A's, just B's or below. Oh, berate me. Oh, man. I was really bummed about Hooters, though, because I, I actually applied at Hooters when I was uh, living in L.A. and and dead broke. And Hooters L.A.? Lost and... Uh, no, it was like, which Hooters was it? Applied to be a oh, food I think server? it was the one in Burbank. Okay. Oh, well, that's a quality Hooters. I, Paul knows them. I think. Well, I lived in Burbank for all of a month and a half. Expert. I worked at the Toys R Us. I bet it was really was close to the Ringling, place. There was a, a, a dwarf, a little person who would hit every Hooters in every town. And he would have the girls bring wings to the Clown Alley. Yeah. And he would be like, these are my friends. This <laughs> Every town. <laughs> that what, That's a great uh, tradition to have. Gabor. 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 That's a good Gabor. bit. Get off my coffee. Amazing. It's a really good um, bit. No, but I didn't get the job. Oh. As a food server. Uh, as, a su- as a server at uh, Hooters. Yeah. So I, I, you know. And I actually did name drop somebody who was a manager at the Hooters in Orange County or oh, something. Okay, like, you're right, right, right. I think that I worked with at Disneyland. Um <laughs> And I thought, the and big I D. thought, oh well, I all know Hooters this people guy. know each other. And I told him later that I had dropped his name, and he went, oh, <laughs> oh shit! Like, like he had some beef that? with that Hooters. He got, yes! be- he got beef with Burbank. <laughs> he went, oh, I bet you didn't get hired. I bet you're not gonna get hired. I was like, it might not be just because of you. I uh, I blew the whistle on them bleaching wigs. But that's a much better answer. They were bleaching than wigs. I also else, right? might not quite fit the bill. Listen, the, or should I say, I might not quite fit the tag top. Because you weren't pregnant? <laughs> oh! <laughs> stay down, Hooters. Stay the fuck down. Uh, not then. <laughs> I also <laughs> wasn't a very good server. Hooters, 
Hooters, show me a Hooters where half your staff isn't pregnant. Yeah, I'm curious. <laughs> then, then I'm, yeah. What does that look like? Yeah, what's that even, what's that even about? those are the best Hooters. I agree. I agree. Because they have that matronly concern for your wings. Yeah. <laughs> they really, they, they, they treat you like a mom. Yeah, like, they don't go like, how's your wings? They're like, how, how are your wings? And they just pet the side of your face. Yep. And then yeah. they go, oh, yeah. damn go like, it, I'm leaking again. <laughs> I've never felt more safe. Are you thinking about going back to school, Chad? Because <laughs> I, think, I think the last school you were at was just a bad fit. I think you just need to try it again, Chad. Like I'll be back with some celery. <laughs> you know who else has a really matronly concern? <laughs> you know who else has a really matronly concern for, uh, for your food, especially well, when, you, when you eat out? <laughs> The following sponsor. Hey, it's Piff the Magic Dragon. Come to Tim Hortons. <laughs> okay, so uh, quick break to tell you that uh, if you are a listener and you participated in voting for Piff for his Best of Vegas Awards, he's inviting you out October 13th to his showroom at 530. Yes. Amazing. And uh, if right now, if you go to hayscoops.com slash Piff, you can get uh, one or two tickets. Uh, you can register for one or two tickets. They are free tickets. He's opening a showroom to you as either a thank you for voting for him. Uh-huh. Or he's going to find out the results, and if he didn't win, he's going to berate you. <laughs> yes. So, this is what's happening on October 13th. <laughs> Either way, it's going to be great. We find out the results of the Best of Vegas Awards on October 13th, and then the show is at 5.30, and we're either going to be thanked or yelled at. So go to hayscoops.com slash piff uh, and register for your tickets and come on out to Vegas uh, October Sunday, October 13th, 5.30. Come out to Vegas for a weekend and go to see Piff Show. He's putting on this entire show uh, for free, for scoops, as a thank you for the Vote Piff campaign. It's going to be great. Really, really looking forward to it. It's gonna, it's gonna be a lot of fun. You can still, I mean, just for the, just for this bit, bit sake, you can still enter scoops, hey scoops at checkout. Yeah. But it's our site, so it's not gonna do anything. Yeah, yeah. Enter hey scoops in the URL bar <laughs> and then put .com after it. Slash <laughs> <laughs> Piff. Amazing. Check That's it out. It is awesome. I love Piff. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. He's so That's good. We did a whole campaign for him to to win the Best of Vegas. Fantastic. Uh, thing. Do you want to join us? It's looking yes. positive. Do you want to come out? Yeah, it's please, please do. It's in October. Yeah, it? October thirteenth. October thirteenth. Yes. yes. Sunday afternoon. Yeah, sounds great. That's Christmas a dream of mine is to go see Piff. Go. Yeah, well, no, I've too. seen it's achievable. You want to be in the show? Gosh, Within I, I want to be with Piff. <laughs> yes, not as a person. Not, sure. I want. I want Princess Wendy to have a guest uh, oh. spot. Oh, well, that would make sense. He does I like princesses. I dream. He eats princesses, though, doesn't he? <sighs> he well. Well, we know for <laughs> Well, this will not surprise Matt, but he does not listen to this podcast. So this, this is helping you in no way. Yeah, no, no. So not surprised. Well, uh, he, there could be a campaign. <laughs> We can make it happen. We could. Scoops we are good at campaigning. We could. We could push now, right. Piff to listen. Shots beer. Shots beer. This is a show you've Drink. been doing for a while. Yes? Yeah, like 2011 we started in Los Angeles with it. And uh, it's been, is this your invention, your yeah. endeavor? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the second thing. Did we do Jack and Diane first and then yes. Shots beer like the second weekend? Yeah. Yeah, yeah as a yep. couple uh, recently dating, we within the same month wrote two completely different sort of shows together. One was the Jack and Diane show, which are an incestuous brother and sister duo. (laughs) They're like the anti-Donnie and Marie. They really hate Donnie and Marie. Like All of their promo would have a Donnie and Marie image with like a red circle and a line through it. (laughs) And then later that month, we we did Shots Beer for the very first time with a a group of uh, actor friends in Los Angeles. Okay. So, so, yeah. Take us through it. What is Shots Beer? Uh, Shots Beer is uh, about a 90-minute adaptation of a Shakespeare play. And within that adaptation, there is a drinking game. There is some audience participation. There's the Wheel of Soliloquy. We do a bit of Shakespeare. <laughs> we do some real sword fighting while drinking and full period costume and 
all that kind of stuff. And it's wild, a bit improvised. Improvised? That Ooh, was yeah. multi- that works. That's absolutely, word there. That's the proper pronunciation. Right. Everyone and, else gets uh, improvised. Improvised. <laughs> we sort of do the text, but then extrapolate moments where we can like have a shadow scene where Romeo and Juliet fuck each other and do weird shit with Ooh. babies and trombones and hey. stuff. Hey. All that all kind of stuff. All the implied stuff. Yeah. So this yeah. one we'll do Shakespeare's implications. Oh, we I was going to say it's not the same play every time. No, right. We've done we've got Romeo and Juliet and Macbeth and then there's a couple of other scripts that we're sitting on and stuff Okay, great. We'll, we'll produce yeah. it. Yeah. Um, what are the dates on this one? This is September in Vegas. It's September 3 and 4 mm-hmm. uh, at the Space. So it's a Tuesday and a Wednesday night. Great. We'll and where shows. can people go to get tickets? Uh, you can go to shotspear.com or you can go to the spacelv.com and you'll find ticket links there and everything like and that. And the shots is to imply the drinking, yes? Yes. So the actors drink and then the audience. There's an audience member that we pull up in the prologue and they play the whole show with us. So they get a cue script, which is basically the line right before theirs and then their lines. They do costume changes and sort of the whole nine yards. And the game is sort of when they fuck up, the audience is supposed to drink sort of along oh, with them. So, awesome. Yeah, and really there wild... are shots beer cards oh, yeah. randomly placed in the audience. Before the audience comes in, we put a card under three different chairs or sometimes four different chairs. Yeah. And um, we have a pro- in the prologue, we explain sometimes. and we say, look for the card. And if you have a shots beer card at any given point during the show, you can hold it up and yell out shots beer and then everything stops and everyone has to take a shot. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, that's, and, a, that's a community right. card. You've had people abuse. Mm-hmm. This, this. Yes. We had, yeah, one show we did. We Wait, did... can you do it multiple times? Well, no. Well, no. We, you There's can if we ones. forget to take it, your card from yeah. you. <laughs> we did, a, we did a, a show in a, in, a, in a private resort on the Seychelles Islands from wow. New York City. Yeah, it was quite exotic Whoa. and amazing. And all three Shakespeare's had been called, and then another one was called. And we were like, hey, okay. And we're like, wait a minute. There's a... Let me see that. And this girl had found a red piece of paper and a Sharpie during the show <laughs> and made her own card yes. so that she could call it again. And we were like, oh, that's good. We're going to do, do two yeah. for that. Yeah. You know I mean? So, yeah. And then in another show, yeah. we took the card. They called all of them. Listen, they found a piece of Listen, you're with the Saudi so Arabian prince. You can get whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. How True. many times has it gone too far to the point where the show just kind of has it gone to the place where you're like, oh, God, we can't. Or does it matter? Okay, how many times hasn't it done that? Well, let me say this. The the game is, as the show progresses, the game is serve the play the closer you get to the the end of the show. And the more drunk you get, the more you share with your performers, I'm fucking wasted. So let's help each other get across the line. So that's that's the game. We we fight the sort of devolving into a complete and utter shit show. That, as much we as used that to drink whiskey, ma- That though. makes sense. That makes it work, I'm sure. Yeah. So, yes. so, so as the show gets further along, and as the intoxication increases, you have to get more serious. You, that's when yes. you put on the, yeah. let's really yeah, sell let's, this. Yeah. like, you know, let's like yeah. this whole, what is it? Who's, who was married to Elizabeth Taylor? T- Richard Burton? Yeah, the actor, Michael like, Jackson. back in the day, all these Michael Jackson. drunky <laughs> Michael Jackson, yeah, for, for a half hour, right? I believe right. it was the original Tim Horton. I was going to say Tim Burton, but I think that was no, no. But I'm like, oh yeah, drinking and the accessibility to acting. Like my God, they're good. You know what I mean? Like, oh, there has never been a more emotional Juliet. That's a. It's really. It's that really It does get you into a, a a place of drama, drama, just as much yeah. as it gets you into a place of comedy. Yes. Yes. You know, and so it's it's the, the it's the, a it's a it's an amplifier. Of it sorts. is of yeah, all yeah. emotions. It's truth serum. Yes. No one yes. is more dramatic than a, a good drunk. Yeah. The biggest X factor yes. is always the audience member. We've had we've the audience member because you take three or four 
five shots of vodka in a show, maybe, you know, depending. Right. You 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 can get away with one or two beers, but it's also really easy to drink a six pack. Like it's yeah. so the audience members are like like one night we were, so we did the Adelaide Fringe in Australia and, and oh boy so Australians they yes. like to drink yes and we pulled this guy up he was wild and at the end of this was we were doing Romeo and Juliet at the end he gets he gets murdered he played Paris and he gets murdered by Romeo and in our version he got he, he Romeo fucks everybody to death <laughs> so he stabs him with a knife but then he puts him on the floor and anally rapes all everybody it happens to all of us and. <laughs> this guy got you know, down, he got raped to death, he stood up, and he fell, and he shit his pants. Oh! <laughs> was that a side effect of the raping? That was just, I think, the side effect of him being so Falling loose and just like, oh, oh God, man. it just... Finally hitting the floor and releasing himself. And just letting like, go. I'm just going to give into it. Wow. He just pooped his pants. Did this seem like... Did it seem to you like the first <laughs> time this favorite. person had shit his pants? <laughs> nope. This was not the first. <laughs> this was not a first in his life. No. This experience. He's Australian. No. So yeah, 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 yeah. He said, "Pull my finger." He was, <laughs> he was very yeah, prepared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and that same run, deadly. we also had Brian, one of our actors, <laughs> kept puking, but not. And Matt, the director, is like, "If you're gonna puke, puke on stage." And I'm like, "And me that as an actor." Like- <laughs> oh wait, whose mic was turned up? I can't is, figure out who was talking. Is Matt having a conversation <laughs> with himself? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, don't be your rapes, people. <laughs> and you're gonna puke. Anyway, and I'm like, no, don't puke on stage because Brian, I have to step we, in. But so shots we were called, and you gotta take a shot of vodka, and then we jump right back in the play. So Brian was like, shots beer, boom, he stepped off stage, puked. And then came right back on stage. But he, the we were in a tent. <laughs> we were in a tent, so yeah. he would like lift. He would like go backstage, lift up the tent flap, puke out the puke out puke the ground out the, outside the thing. And I don't then know come that that one in. made it outside. Anyways, uh, so uh, it's wild. He did oh. it more than once. He did oh. it when he didn't so even know. So we started doing this. In that's like a our that's a pro move. 30s, He'd be like, oh, I, mean? I puked. So it's like how fucking hammered can we get and like maintain? Yes. Now we're forty five with children. We're like, God, I hope I can make it. Holy fuck! I'm gonna be up tomorrow at seven, no matter what. That's so. what I was, that's I what I was just thinking. Yeah, I was like, oh my god! No. Before I have kids, yeah. I, I would love this. I love. You say yet another piece of material that I do that you wouldn't definitely do, right? You're like, that's why no we have very here, limited no engagements right. these days. Because we used to do very long runs. We did a long run in New York for, and um, I was pregnant for one of those longer runs yeah. in New York. And so, and, and doing, so doing shots of water or something. I I was um, no, no. she's still to, true to the baby script. vodka. Yeah, bro. I'm an it's artist, art, dude. Yeah, he turned out fine. <laughs> He's alive. He's fine. Alive. He, uh, has, he has the cognitive abilities now of a five-year-old. <laughs> I mean, he's 17, but I mean, still. <laughs> yeah. A little cognac mixed with Pedialyte. He's that's fine. the best thing. <laughs> Bam. No, I had to eat powdered Another, donuts. Put that in the Paul Recipes book. Little Billy Madison Morgan. Super <laughs> <laughs> cute. That's his name. Billy, Billy Madison Morgan. He's going to make it someday. He'll graduate from high school when he's 55. Um, no, but instead of tr- taking shots, I, I ate. Well, we started off with me eating like a slice of pizza and then like a oh, a, a piece of reach, fit. reach into a bag and have to pull something out. Different so like, things. Oh, gefilte fish. Oh. One of them was like that, oh. like a fish that's in a jar. Oh. I'm definitely disgusting. more worried about mercury poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was worse. Yeah, I was like, yeah, now fish. I'm gonna throw up on stage. No, but we we then we and then peanut butter and like we tried different obstacles. Okay, but we ended up with the little those little powdered donuts because it was like a shot, okay. same timing, sure, but just as like 
Like after well, that, a while, I was like, it hurts my teeth. Yeah, well, and I, I, I we <laughs> after these ten candy cigarettes, I did a bit way back when I, I would eat a candy cigarette during a stand-up routine that I did, yes. and the rest of my show was fucked. And I was like, I, yeah. I'm an idiot for trying to eat a candy cigarette. <laughs> the rest of the for like five minutes. It does fuck yeah. you up. Yeah, it fucks you up. That's so, that same yeah, kind of powdery sugar. Yes. Powdered sugar, the powdered is, the, sugar. is the actor's. Not a, friend, a mutual friend of ours, uh, oh, Hazel a word for that. who who performed at at the, our last Scoop Fest. Yes. she performed her Cookie Monster routine. Oh, and during yes. her Cookie Monster routine, she eats cookies as, yes. as part of the routine. You must. And she and I had a, a a real conversation about her finding the right cookie to use <laughs> to use in this routine that wouldn't just destroy her for the yes. rest of the routine. Yes, yes, yes. Huh. <laughs> This is why, like, when just thinking about her boobs. variety artists when they get around to talk about stuff, like you hear people talking, you're like. What? But little yeah, things are things, so important. Little things are huge difference. because no one's thinking about. I have to do this all the time. Yes, right. right. It has to be this. repeatable. There was yep. a phase yep. in my life where just about everything I created artistically involved me drinking on stage. <laughs> it was a thing. This is from that era. That was yeah, a this very, is from that era. very and long it, it, period of time. <laughs> after a while, a few of those things were like things that became still like my, people requested. Hey, do that in my show. Do that in my show. And then you're like, oh, okay, fuck. How am I going to get home? Okay, I mean, yeah. yeah, I'll do it, but like, oh, geez, you know, and like, yeah, yeah. Don't Uber. Think about so it, like, like, yeah, if you yeah. absolutely just drive to your gig, and <laughs> yeah, you're like, wait, right? I didn't think about this. There's no fucking way I could drive <laughs> yes. this car. Home. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I'll just sit in the bar by myself and not drink for three hours, and then go home. Yeah, that's we've had work. this conversation where I say, do you think you could try that act without the alcohol? Does you? Th- would it work? Yeah, but the conversation is like, what if you put water in the can? And I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> no, not gonna work. Bad you idea. Can't do that. Did you, you can't find do that. that you both? Because you said you invented this when you started dating, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah we did this when we started. Dating. Um, so did you was it like you like Shakespeare? I like Shakespeare. Was it like did you did you was that like the bonding moment? Yeah, yeah we met doing a Shakespeare. Mostly it was like I like drinking, you like drinking, and that was the bonding. <laughs> and then moment. you just pointed then, to a shelf. Yeah, <laughs> it was either we do drunk Dickens or drunk Shakespeare. <laughs> I just drunk always loved, Dickens. I love Shakespeare. I love Shakespeare. Yeah, and, and and I mean you know it took years for that to actually happen, but. And then I was always like, I like, I want to try to figure out a way to do it for people who don't. So it came up as an idea, like, I want to do it in a band slot. I want to do a 45-minute show in, like, between bands, like, wherever. Yeah. And we do a 45-minute Shakespeare play, and there's a drinking game, and we're out. And, you know, rather quickly, it just became a bigger idea. Sure. Yeah. And so... And the actors, our, our friends who were yeah. involved in the... It was, it was a very collaborative process. Yeah, and a very creating... heavy drinking group. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a lot was of not... drinking going on. I'm a collaborator. Right. Stop was, judging me. Because so I vomit into a toilet. <laughs> the very first time we did it, we were all just super nervous. Because, like, I mean, it could devolve into that complete yeah. shit show where 25 minutes in, everybody's like, oh, yeah. just get on with the play. Yeah, the thing that makes it so interesting makes the risks yeah. on very different ends of the spectrum. Right. One yes. is that if you just start doing Shakespeare, people would be like, who cares? Yeah, boo. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And on the other yeah. hand, you might have people vomit all right. over I like the idea that people would just boo if you said you were going to Shakespeare. It's insane. Tonight, Roman, boo. <laughs> <laughs> on the stage. But so we did one and we're like, Oh, this is gold. Oh, Shakespeare. I thought they were doing Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh, I really want to see Pulp Fiction with drinking. It did. It worked. Although, at first, we were drinking whiskey. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah, that made it dark. Oh, that was 
difficult. That was dark. Um, slop. It, I, it's dark. Dark. What place. is what is the the drink of choice? That's my kind of vodka. Show. Vodka. Yeah, it's just lighter. We switched to yeah, vodka. Like, it, we got a vodka sponsor for a while. Shakespeare vodka was Ooh. a, a oh, Polish sure. vodka for a yep. while that we yep. we uh, were able to convince the gentleman who ran it to give us vodka. <laughs> That's great. A lot of it. Yeah, great. There was some really good years in the back in the day. Um, <laughs> but that the was a very good was switch. Just. Dark. What kind sure. of whiskey did you use? Jack or or uh, bullet? Yeah, we oh, okay. bullet like that bullet rye or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And whatever we get our hands or just on, really, whatever you know what I mean? was on right. sale. And uh, it's Heidi. just really darker thing. Well, it's, I mean, hold on, y- Heidi. Any, if you're doing enough of what Jack, does hold on mean? <laughs> <laughs> if you're doing enough Jack, <laughs> while you're trying to do Shakespeare, it just becomes Cormac McCarthy, right? I mean, it's just it's just it's just Western <laughs> Death March in a way. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're like. I mean, again, that was back in the day. We were just like over-consuming, and you'd shoot. I mean, people would show up. We'd do like a Friday and a Saturday night, and people would come in on Saturday, and it was just like, I mean, people like just hammered the actors, just so hungover. <laughs> but then you have a, you know, you have a, a shot or two, and then you have a beer before the show, and you're like, man, let's huh? roll. <laughs> Heidi, you're a tiny person. Yeah, you're a very tiny person. <laughs> She said that with pain in her voice. Science is science. <laughs> yeah. that, that yes was just full of pain and angst. How many shots are you doing in a show? Oh, well, three, let's see. It started with three? Yeah. The added... script requires, there's three shots beer cards. So technically you could get away with three shots and a beer or something. For a yeah. while there, okay. when if we were in New York. you scripted moment. Yeah, okay. for a while there when we were in New York, we were like, let's do one in the prologue. Also, let's up the ante. So we were doing, f- so it was like Four, yeah. a freebie even at the beginning. Right. And you always have one in the dressing room before you go on stage. <laughs> It's like a because you're like professional, bottle and, yeah. yeah. So you're suddenly you're in five deep, like scripted. You know so what I, mean? I had so many conversations with long, deep conversations with people after the show. <laughs> that was my next question. And, and Matt would say, like weeks later, he'd be like, "Oh, you know, and, and you know my friend so and so, or you know this guy," and I'd be like, "You talked to them for eighteen hours." <laughs> Remember him? That was my next question. Tell me me some stories about after the show. (laughs) I'm I'm holding the play you co-wrote with him. (laughs) We don't remember after the show. That's the problem. The after the show stuff is like... Or like... I don't know. I don't remember any of it. I remember when I was... Or or that was before I was pregnant. That was a different run. But then when I was, I, I remember just getting into the cab between two just... <laughs> annihilated actors and me pregnant in the middle and it was raining so and the taxi driver and they were singing and yelling and I'd be like this this cab driver's gonna kick us out of his cab and I'm pregnant and I don't want to have to walk and it's raining and oh I mean I was so close to strangling these actors because then you that's <laughs> oh, when I realized I was like, we got a designated driver every show oh because oh, worst God. case scenario in any situation is being the sober person in the oh, middle yeah. Yeah. Person around that drugs. was a wake up call with swords in their hands oh, <laughs> oh i would just sit and just like with my arms of uh, over my oh, body just like you were in danger get away from me <laughs> and that's why the show is so exciting yeah. <laughs> but the you adelaide fringe was challenging because a fringe is you want to party you want to go out right. you want to you're going it's after shows and that and, and everybody wanted to party with shot it was like your shots beer you guys are the life of the party. You got to be right. And we were like, we have to do twenty-seven shows in a row. And like, also that, like, you're instantly ahead of the game. Yes, you're going to go out yeah. and party after the show. You've right. you've done a night's worth of partying. In your your show, show is already in exactly. there. Always the murder. Like I said, so there's we like did a few not things scripted, 
But then it's the beers that you drink watching uh-huh. the rest of the actors. Oh, and you set your beer down, you go to your scene. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then it's after the show, bro, let me buy you a shot, man. Yes. Let's have a beer. That's always That's... my problem with, with drinking games. Yeah, man. Yes. With drink, because I don't want to just drink when it's my turn to drink in the drinking game. I sit there and I drink, and then when it's... Yeah. then when you, know, you stand up to go to pee and you haven't stood up for 15, 20 minutes, you're like, oh, shit. Like, oh, oh, damn. You're just, you're just, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. So gonna, I would just gonna like... going to until you're shit your pants. Yeah. You're not going <laughs> to... I'm not gonna be the only crap pants here. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have more until you shit your pants. We're not stopping. I tell you, I, I tell you who will more. not. I tell you who will not let you be the only person in the room who shit your pants. <laughs> the following sponsor. Hey, I'm that guy that shit his pants. Hey, uh, uh, Johnny Australia. That's right, Johnny Australia here for shit your pants liquor. <laughs> oh, oh, you're <laughs> opening your own liquor campaign. Yeah, and make sure it's shit your pants liquor, not liquor shit your pants. <laughs> oh no, don't go, different go company. Get, well, just it's order of operations. <laughs> different URL entirely. Uh, absolutely. I'm Tommy Australia with liquor shit your pants. Oh, Tommy Australia, you fucking bastard! You <laughs> yeah, coming in trying to weasel in on my material. Nah, trying to steal my market share. I mean, it's a period product. Shit your pants, liquor. Don't liquor shit your pants. Yeah, the uh, second one. That's <laughs> no, the second one's no good. No <laughs> good. Mine's the Bonzer idea. It's going to make a mint. Yeah, 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 mate. All right, let's That's how I say now in Australia. I'll meet, I'll meet you at Ayers Rock and we'll fight it out. <laughs> All we'll right. see who's the real shit panther. Enter Hey Scoops to check out. <laughs> So you guys have a hard out, but uh, real quick. So this, uh, so you got uh, Shotspear coming up uh, September third and fourth in Las Vegas. Uh, you can go to shotspear dot com s h o t s p e a r e dot com uh, to get tickets there. Oh. Uh, also, you guys are going to be at the Rochester Fringe Festival in yeah, uh, we'll Rochester, New York, September seventeenth through twenty yep. through twenty one. Yep. Uh, Shotspear dot com to get tickets th- for that as well. Yep. Uh, you also have a Halloween show coming up. Uh, real quick, plug. Yeah. Tell, tell us about that. Uh, real we're quick. doing a yes. family-friendly Halloween show in Henderson. Um, uh, there's a circus festival called Viva Fest that happens every year here in Las Vegas, and yep. the same producers of that circus festival are uh, putting on a, a Halloween show in October. Ooh, uh, awesome! So we'll be in a you know in sort of a large circus tent, and we'll have a bunch of cool, freaky circus stuff. But it'll be. Family friendly, not yeah. you know, but we'll push. A where's this? Bit. Where's this located? It's the it's, big top. Ah, what is the name of that park? Dang it, that's a terrible sell on my part. It's uh, Sunset Park. Nope, nope. That's it's the got one a with the lake. lake. It's the one with the lake that oh, everybody walks. The around. lakes. Yeah, isn't that that's Sunset Park? Not is that no, 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 no. the conversation. While that's on the west side. Yeah, it's on west side. Well, what days are you it's, doing that? Heidi, gorgeous. while he's looking that up, what days are you doing that? Uh, that's going to... Oh, God. Don't, oh, I shit. don't know things. It's on Halloween it's itself. It's on... It's going to be Halloween, but it's the... Guys, there's uh, no other episodes of this podcast between now and then. We can't get it right. <laughs> it's the... It's the going to be Friday and Saturday... And Sunday? Yeah, so we open October 18th. We do 18, 19, and 20, and then the following weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then we'll do one or possibly two shows on Halloween. It's oh, that's a lot of shows. Did you yeah. find the location? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, it's not, Shit. Sunset, oh, for it's not Sunset Park. Good. Don't go there. Yeah. Just I'm go to Stay Viva away Fest. from Sunset go Park. Go to Viva Fest uh, Facebook. Um, stop yelling at me, honey. <laughs> I will never stop. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's going to be quite a few shows. And it's one of those, like, I don't know, as a parent, I feel like you want to do something fun and cool, but it's things can tend to either be lame or they're way too scary for your kids. Yeah, yeah, as yeah, not yeah. a parent, I is, don't want to do things fun or cool. Ah, you are just already fun and cool in your house. I'm fantastic. No, like the so. idea of doing things that are <laughs> age appropriate or something like that for kids, it doesn't even happen the yeah. first year you have a kid. Because your kid no. is still like, like a yeah, more adorable seal. Bring him anywhere. Just yeah. keep him alive. Who Put a cares? little dog costume on. Yeah, him. I can. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then all of a sudden, as they become cognizant human beings, you're like, oh, I should think about should their feelings and thoughts. Do something that there, they right? might think is fun. And that exposing them to weird things is a yeah. it does keep them up at night and make them <laughs> weird. <and stuff. laughs> yeah. It does have an impact and on I, them. I was wondering, because we have a conversation with our son, and we'll be watching something that might be scary. Is it enough for me to be like, is this scaring you? Is this right. okay? Or should I know? No, no, this isn't enough. This is too much. I, I recently, only very recently, and out of total instinct, like I never wanted to, I never, I didn't necessarily want to be like a badass dad, but I also was like, look, let's just talk about it, we'll figure it out, blah, right. blah. And, it was also, and also them defending, like watching like weird, creepy YouTube shit where I was like, no, you know what? Still, no. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> you know what? Still. You're still grown up, bro. <laughs> Cornerstone Park. Cornerstone ah! Park. Hey, found it. Cornerstone, Cornerstone park. park. The best park. It's Halloween the best show in park. October. It's actually a beautiful park. There's so much better way. than Sunset Park. Yeah. And way. you have your own little tent and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's a big circus. Big tent. tent. Yeah. Yeah. Big yeah. yeah. This big is thing. not our tent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you go to what are they? I think it's thevivafest.com is that website. You know, we'll have sort of all the social media We're stuff. We're partnering up and running with and uh, Mike Rice, who runs Gym Cats. Yeah. Wow. Which is a huge gymnastics. Working. There's a, oh. uh, Neat. a, a yeah. youth uh, dance program called Culture Shock uh, mm-hmm. that is going to come and uh, put together a couple of numbers for us. And then we've got a bunch of people sort of from shows on the strip that are going to kind of come awesome. in and do some of their material and stuff also. So it'll You be, were right about the website. It is yeah. thevivafest.com. Okay, yeah. And that'll so that'll it'll, take that'll, you over that'll, there. That'll be super fun. Yeah. Right. yeah. We'll be there. Yeah. yeah. Good, good. It's going to. Work Bring the babies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I think it's I think that's a, the we, I think that's the weed that Matt. It's not a kiddie. I don't, sure. I don't want to misunderstand misrepresent. It's not a kiddie show. Yeah, it's definitely a, a family show. Family show. So like, like people like us okay. who are yeah, <laughs> we're cool with it. <laughs> who are cool? <laughs> well, my, people like us who are <laughs> your cool. Kids my, get, yeah. My, kid, my your youngest kid uh, just idolizes your kid. So if your kid's going, oh, he'll, he'll be there. He might even be in it. He'll probably be in it. You know, it's one of those things we talk about this too all the time in terms of like the content that we make. I remember when I was a kid. My parents took me to the theater that they saw. So I saw uh, Lily right. Tomlin's Search for Intelligent Life, like as a young, kind of as a younger wow. kid. Yeah. I saw The Crucible uh, at a local, like, downtown theater. Ooh. I also saw Macbeth at UCLA, like, and I can, re- I can remember like, when I saw... you be better drunk. Yeah. I said at seven. <laughs> that was the beginning of Jasper. But my parents took us to what I felt like was, like, mature theatrical experiences. Obviously at the right age. It's not like they took me there when I was two. I probably yeah. went there when I was 12 or 13 or 14, you know? Yeah. And But that's that's kind of what we want to do. Like, yes. It, it, I feel like kids need to... I remember when the lights went down for Macbeth, I went, shh, really loud, because I thought it'd be fun, and my dad was like, don't, don't do that. Like, you don't do that. And I was like, oh, I learned something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But that yeah. Was No, it's... You're, you're not on stage here. Yeah, that was part of kind yes. of the experience. And that, like, began, oh, okay. and, and that began your life of being respectful of theater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you got to learn what the rules are so that you can break all of them. I'll <laughs> show <laughs> oh, you, Dad. Shots beer. <laughs> I'm going to bring my alcohol into the theater, man. I'm going to shush the you fuck out of this audience. <laughs> Every time. From the stage. I open the curtain as soon as the lights go down and go, shh, you motherfuckers. Just to let them know. Don't do it. Don't do what I do. Don't be me. I teach by reverse example. <laughs> Again, another terrible impression of me. Oh, wait, that wasn't you talking? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Oh, my God. Weird, right? I can't figure this out. Doppelganger. So confused. <laughs> so odd. Matt, Heidi, thank you so much for coming by. I know we you guys have it you. out. We love you. Thanks. We Thanks. love you. Guys. Wonderful you to guys. see you guys. Thank, thank you, you for having us. Holy shit, that was fun having them here. Yeah. That was, that was so great. I, I want to say something. Uh, I've got a friend, uh, a, an old college friend. She is an author. 
and uh, we were talking about stuff to do for kids. She is uh, releasing a children's book, uh, and uh, if so, she she's marketing it to uh, to age you know infant through eight years old. So I mean, it's definitely a children's book. It's called Albert's Cookie. Uh, I actually read it last night. She sent me a, a digital version of it last night. Um, if you're an adult, it turns out it's really fast to read a children's book. Uh, it is it is not difficult. But she she is the writer and narrator on it. Uh, her name is Kelly Earhart. You can find it at kellyearhart.com. Uh, K-E-L-L-Y-A-H. You blew it. I blew it. I'm sorry, Kelly. You're fired. Kellyearhart.com. K-E-L-L-Y-A-I-R-H-A-R-T.com. Uh, you can pre-order the books there. The book is called Albert's Cookie. Also, her other books are on her website as well. Um, uh, or you can also go to the Kickstarter. She has a Kickstarter. It's already been funded, but they're trying to get to uh, some stretch goals now. So you can go there, and you can basically just pre-order the book through the Kickstarter as well. If you go to kickstarter.com, you can search for Albert's Cookie. That's A-L-B-E-R-T apostrophe S cookie, C-O-O-K-I-E. And, uh, and that'll take you right there to it. And uh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's good. the the book is The book is nice. It, it seems to me like a perfectly nice children's book. That being said, I know nothing about children's books. So, uh, but but I think it's good. Uh, and yeah, go check it out. And you'd be supporting a friend of mine. And you'd be supporting somebody who does a lot of really good stuff for a lot of people. So go go do that. Good job. That was yeah. a good plug, Jacob. I thought so. I thought it did really well. Paul, any notes? None notes except to say. I too am a children's author. <laughs> <laughs> no notes except B flat. We should do it. We should do a live Christmas puss. Well, we need to. I need to get the sequel. The sequel is done. It just needs to have the art finished. Andy, <laughs> um, we'll work on that. I need. I need to help him work on it some more. But then I'd like to republish both. I'd like to republish the original yeah. and publish the other one through Hayscoops.com. If yeah, through Hayscoops. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to start our publishing. I mean, yeah. I went to I went on Amazon last night talking about I was talking to a friend like, hey, yeah, I've got a book. Oh, there is still one on Amazon. It's twelve bucks and it's the last one left. Oh yeah. It's still there, but I'm out of print. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't mean that. I don't mean like what we're gonna take your work as ours. I mean one of the places you should be able to get it is Hey Scoop Stuck. No, absolutely. Yeah. We, could, absolutely. we could probably get you something in the shop. <laughs> yes. For and, a, help, and help publish it. But, you know, Paul, we should, yeah. whatever. And, uh, 80%. And there's a, there's a, <laughs> I mean, there's, 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 That's there's the a price. book that I've been working on that I need to actually finish. Mm-hmm. And then I'd like to publish that through us too. Yeah. That'd be awesome. And then, uh, and then it's there's called a, the Bible, an improv book that I sketched out a couple of weeks ago. That hit me in a flash, and I need to do it. Oh, to write a book, uh, like a teaching book? Mm-hmm, but it's a simplified. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not good. I want to say okay. more. It's okay. I want to say more. Jill Bernard has a very cool, it's, it's called The Tiny Book of Improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen it? I should mm-hmm. show it to you. I should give it to you. This is a, a This is a kind of, it's going to be like a smaller. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, I like what I, it's just, it's an analogy that I like. Great. I got to write it. I'll t- while we're all talking about our writing projects, guys. Yeah. No, I thought I actually had the same thought. I was like, you know what? If I did a book, I probably want to be book on tape anyway, right? Mm. And then I thought I'm really Cassette lazy tape. about writing. I'll just audio book it. Yeah. Why not just do it as like a limited podcast series? Hey, there you go. Like, just why not just do like ten yeah, episodes right. of, boom, this, and then just put out my whole improv thing as a series of podcasts. Oh, there you go. 
Wouldn't that make sense? Really yeah. good idea. You guys embrace Matt. my laziness on this. It's a really good idea. I think I don't think we could. A podcast seems like the wrong way to go on it, but we could do an album. Oh yeah, yeah. You could put it out as an album. I just meant like you know, yeah, put them out chapters. It just have its yeah, own yeah. standalone thing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I would never add to the series. Or I guess I could leave the possibility to open to add to the series. Sure. Yeah. But uh, to just have it as a downloadable thing that you just do. I find that no, any like, way um, you envision it, or rather, any way that you make it a real tangible thing, yeah, helps to make it another tangible thing. Yeah, because uh, uh, Grant Bonobo came in here, the puppeteer from yes. uh, from uh, Henson, said that he was doing a thing called a he was doing it before it was even called the podcast, but it is the Doctor Floyd Henson Adventures, mm-hmm. right? And Keeler now loves it. The ten minute kids episodes. Yep. And they made, you know, however many hundreds of episodes. They haven't made new ones in years. Are they they're still eating it up. But it's evergreen. So, and they're on YouTube? Uh, no, they're on, uh, you can just look for the podcast feed. Oh, fun. And so what they do is they simply just keep publishing it in order. Grant Pachoco. You said Bonobo. That's oh, sorry. That's all good. No, I, was like, I was like, I know it's not monkey. Bonobo. Yeah. It's related to a monkey. Sorry. Pachoco, yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, Grant. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, you... But, like, he just keeps republishing it, mm-hmm. and it just reminds me, like, oh, and so I just pick up, and there's hundreds of episodes, and we just download them in whatever order, and yep. you just listen to them. I got a really nice compliment from a scoop the other day about Christmas Puss. He, he ends up reading it to his kid all the time, because she picks it, yeah. even in the middle of summer. Yeah. And he just was like, this is great. This is a great book. Yeah. Thank you for the book. And I'm like, dude, that's that's so kind. First, it, and first it's book I read to Keeler. The, the, book, the, the work you've done years ago can still have some merit. It's about just getting it out there. Yeah, that's the key. So I think go Especially for it. Especially with this, I don't. I don't think I want to become. <laughs> you don't become rich off of instructional books. No, uh, I don't. Uh, or I, books, but it can be a published. That's the thing. It's like you have a published thing out yeah. there, and uh, and I've had it on an outline forever mm-hmm. and ever, and I'm teaching less and less, so I should just get it out there. Oh, yeah. uh, I'll say this: anybody in Vegas that might be interested. Come September, I'm going to be doing a run of three September Saturday classes over at the Sci-Fi Center. So I did a class this last weekend, and I'll be teaching on those weekends. Quick little two-hour sessions, jump right in feet first with some scene work. So if you're interested, come check me out the first three Saturdays of September. Awesome. Yeah. And Paul teaches in a bikini. I do. A mankini. It's a bikini made of men. It's mankini. Yes. People! It's made of people! <laughs> it's made of mankini. Mankini. <laughs> it's time to do some scoop mail. It's a good wrestler name. Mankini was the name of uh, the associate on uh, the the soup. Oh. Talk soup. Yes, you're right. Became the soup. Yeah. That was, what's his name? Joel. Uh, Joel uh, McHale. McHale. That's McHale it. was running it. Bonobo, I believe. Mankini was a regular. It's <laughs> monkey. Mankini was a regular character. Mankini even came over to his Netflix version, which got yeah. cut, sadly. I love that show. Because Netflix never figured how to do uh, um, strip entertainment. <sighs> Same with um, my buddy was a showrunner for Michelle Wolf's show. It didn't happen. Well, the problem is Netflix knows how to push, like, hey, Glow's here. Boom. Here's all of it. Right. And then you won't hear about Glow until there's another batch of all of it again. Right. And then you have shows like that that come out weekly that have to be topical. Unless Netflix wants to commit to sending out like weekly emails, because that's what John they Oliver... They can't rise to the top. I get an email from HBO every time John Oliver has a new episode out. Yeah. It's not like they just tell... It's not one casual reminder, and Netflix doesn't do that. Mm. And so they don't, they don't know how to push weekly stuff. It's against their business, literally against their business model mm. of dropping everything at right. the same time. So it's a shame. 
but uh, you know, you should have gone somewhere where they can plug weekly entertainment. No. Uh, speaking of weekly entertainment, we have one here from the best weekly entertainer out there. That is Signature Curl Scoop. All right. Hey, guys, you wanted a he did what that wasn't a murder. Here's one. Yeah. I am the manager of two Dairy Queens. I had a night manager that the owner and I trusted. He got fired for not showing up and some other problems. In uh, the time since he left, I have discovered that he would make employees get down on their hands and knees to mop the floor. And he even asked one of the employees to help him kill and cut the owner into tiny pieces. Anyway. This was the guy you trusted. That's my he did what story. So he's fucking you in the face until you get that curl just right. That signature curl scoop. So this is a he did what not yet. He almost is a murderer. <laughs> exactly. The plot to murder. Bunch of bullshit. Also, you went in and be like, oh, man, I can't believe he just left out of the blue. He's such a good employee. And then someone was like, uh, he what? Might actually, he made no. me crawl around on the floor actually, to mop. Yeah. How do you get in your hands and, hands and knees to mop? I think you just give people wet rags. I think, yeah, I'm rags. down with that. I used to have to do, I used to do that. I, I mean, that is the best way to clean a floor. Sure. Sucks, but it's the best way to clean a floor. Mr. Clean and cocaine. Uh, is it is it so much better to to clean it that way, uh, product wise, that it's worth uh, having your employees crawl around to force them to do it? No, no. Versus having them just mop. No, I would never in a professional setting. Like you might like, do that in your do, home. Well, I do it in my home, and I I did it when I was doing my janitorial stint at the apartment complex. Okay, I would often do the uh, get on my hands and knees and and not mop because I didn't have a mop. Thank God I didn't cross into mop territory. Right, uh-huh. I had a vacuum. Mm-hmm. You just had your mom. But I did uh, <laughs> spray cleaner, hand spray cleaner, and paper towels. That's okay, how I clean most of my floors and surfaces. Yeah. Great. I so use, if you wanted to help Paul cleans his floors and surfaces, there you go. Now you know. I use real horsehair wigs. Do you? Yeah. That's expensive. <laughs> I'm just remembering. And it's terrible for bald horses. The time I was like, oh, I'm out of dishwasher soap, but look here, dish soap. And I put dish soap in the dishwasher. Oh, yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> Everybody goes, come to the suds party. How suds did it get? I feel like th- I feel like everyone exploding. has done that. It's exploding to some degree. Sense. It was like everyone was. You Did know. you fill each container with the so- with the soap? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. He used the same amount of dish soap that he would have. And it was like every- wow. I think I didn't like go to the gym or something. Like I was uh, at the time. I used to go to the gym. Um, it's a shame uh, you hadn't lost left the burner on because that would have canceled it out. <laughs> it burned all the bubbles. The bubbles would have put it out. Then it would have just been gas. Yeah. That would have been worse. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Shit. Good thing you didn't go to the gym. I just went to, I went to the bathroom. That was when also, you did like, go to the gym, though, happening? Huh? Foam party! Foam party! We got one here from Duck Build Scoop of Puss. Hey, wonderful churn residents. Uh, recently, Matt's story about nearly burning down his house and his wife's subsequent I guess I shouldn't reaction. be around appliances. Uh, I believe that's true. Uh, his wife's subsequent reaction struck a chord with me. Uh-oh. I, too, am guilty of stupid male actions that have been found uh, by my wife before being able to hide them. <laughs> well phrased. There's the trick. And that really is. That's that's what it's all about. That Well, I told you that when I told Penn, is the only thing that made him, rise, was made, made him raise his eyebrows was when I said, and Sarah came home first. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, that's okay. where you. That's where it's doomsday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, at some point we should put this to bed. Yeah. Never. You'd open the worms <laughs> and stuff. True. Forget it. 
No, no, because we're we're taking a little. We've got some bank episodes coming up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I bet, I bet it'll peter off. Yeah. Uh, Not now. Generally, I've been able to hide my stupidity, which ranges to uh, forgetting to pick up the kids to attempted arson of my own house. Go near those either. (laughs) uh, Due to my uh, forgotten toast with relative ease. She somehow managed to sleep through the oven fire, billowing smoke and all, never the wiser. Stories of my hidden stupidity aside, my most recent attempt to ruin my marriage occurred when my wife discovered that I had left the car running. Ah. Having just returned from filling it up, I went inside to enjoy the rest of my evening. Where's the car? (laughs) I'm I'm betting uh, in the living room. <laughs> I think in the garage. I'm betting in the garage. In a closed garage. In a closed garage is working. It's dangerous. Right. I I turned my car on. What was this during the? I think you this is like, a little remote. So you can. I have the this. little remote, so I can turn the car, and I can also do it from my phone. I can turn my car on from anywhere. That seems like. And I my did, kids, my kids would turn my car on, no problem. I did that in my house one time, and I have a window in my garage. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd it's be a decent-sized window. And I exactly. I thought that like, oh well, with that window there, that'll be enough, and it'll cool the car. It'll cool. Uh, oh god. It, it, it'll cool the car down and, and everything else, and the window will provide enough ventilation to, to have that going. Went out to the garage, like you know, after five minutes, <laughs> wasn't that long? I was like, nope, that was not enough ventilation. Jacob was totally binge watching things on Amazon Prime. Yeah. That was not enough ventilation. Got out there and quickly opened the door. Oh my god. Like, oh no. Went and opened the shop door, turned some fans on. Jacob was like, I don't know why recreating the circumstances in which people try to commit suicide was somehow a bad idea for me. <laughs> nope. But sure enough. <laughs> but my car was pleasantly cool. There you go. Then it all worked out at the end. Yeah. Then. Then cool hap- and menthol flavored. <laughs> Happy endings all around. <laughs> Having just returned from filling it up, I went inside to enjoy the rest of my evening. The following morning, my wife headed out to drop the kids at school, only to find the car still running from the previous night with barely any fuel left. Oh, <laughs> damn. That is a long time. If this had been the first time I had done this, I'm sure it would have gone down better. Oh, no. Still like a lead balloon, but not as quickly. Uh, only one week prior, I had done a similar thing, only uh, to be found out an hour after I went inside. Seriously, I don't know how she hasn't left me yet. So, Matt, you are not alone in your non-drunken stupidity nearly cost, nearly costing marriages. Fucking you in the face until I nearly run out of fuel. That's duck-billed scoop-a-puss. Duck-billed scoop-a-puss. That that's is, scary. That's a, I hope it was outside. It sounds like it was it outside. It sounds like it was outside. And that's why you don't hear it and you don't smell it. Yeah. But right. Boy, oh boy. What a what a headache. And what a good car you have. That runs all night. It runs all night. Doesn't go to the, it, wasn't, oh, it was almost empty, he said. Huh? Well, just idling takes up much less fuel than. Let you know how far we've car. come. You know. Try telling that to FDR. You know big, what I mean, guys? Beautiful coal. <laughs> big, beautiful big, coal. Beautiful coal. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to a Penn Sunday School the other day, and Penn Stop mentioned uh, Ed Sheeran yes. uh, on the on the show, yeah. and it made me grin. And I just wanted to know if you also just grinned. I when totally he was like, it. "Oh!" And it was my brain goes, "Oh!" Like I want to yell, "Like we Ed Sheeran!" And yeah. then I but was you like, "Can't do it." And if I explain the whole thing, it'd be so boring to his listeners. Right? Yeah, they'd hate but it. But yeah, anytime anyone mentions Ed Sheeran now, I'm I just basically grin. like, "Yeah, yeah, we Ed Sheeran is it." Yeah. We all want to hear from Maple Coffee Scoop uh, to set up the scene. The night before, would had a fairly late night as she watched Fifty Shades of Grey, not the musical, on TV, which led to uh, not getting to sleep for a while. I woke up as usual around 6 a.m. and was listening to episode uh, 596 while playing games on my iPad. Then, 
Jacob started recounting how his college friend attempted to sterilize himself by putting his balls in boiling water. <laughs> I was trying to keep my laugh uh, quiet, but lost it when Paul said, what kind of nightmare pussy is he getting that this is an option? <laughs> the bed was shaking with my quiet laughter, which caused my wife to half wake up and see me looking at the screen with headphones on, assumed I was watching porn and jerking off. <laughs> really? She scolded me. Just go for a jog or something, she said as she turned around and cocooned herself at the covers. Thanks for all the laughs. They are enjoyable as rubbing one out in the morning. Uh, that's Maple Coffee Scoop. <laughs> I guess there's not many higher compliments that a, a joke can get than being mistaken for masturbation. <laughs> I think you're right. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, what else, what else do you want, really? Yeah. Uh, it's that time, guys. Oh, good. It's time to do a little Jack versus Nerd. Aw, Schnooky. You ain't doing a little Jack versus Nerd action? Yep. Oh, am I? Fuck yeah. I'm on the hunt for balls. I'm on the hunt for balls. Brought to you by VotePen.com. We got one here from Silverwolf Scoop. Hello, glorious fuckers of the churn and those in between. I'm a long-time listener, first-time writer to your show. My good friend, Mr. Creamer, obelisked me to your show, and since then, my commutes, uh, days at work, and maintaining my yard in the uh, scorching central Florida sun are now filled with joy and a tasty cream filling every time I hear the words, Hey, Johnny! As a treat and thank you for all you at the churn, uh, for all of you at the churn, I've created a scooperty Yo Mama edition that should be fun for everyone that loves discussing fat, ugly, dumb mamas. <laughs> and just answer the question, and the full Yo Mama joke will be unveiled to you. Hope to see you either in Vegas or Central Florida, and keep kicking ass. You guys really put a smile on my face every time I feel like crap. Enjoy the game, fucking you all in the face while standing on a three-legged zebra and enjoying a nice big bowl of Wolf Brand chili and Skittles. That's Silver Wolf Scoop. Oh, thank you, Silver Wolf. Call of the Wolf. Call of the, the wolf. Call of the Wolf Brand Chili. Unforgiving and unrepentant. So the categories are, Yo Mama is so fat. Yo Mama is so ugly. Yo Mama is so dumb. And Potluck. <laughs> <laughs> potluck is a nice touch. Yes, potluck. And Paul, you're up first. I will take Yo Mama is so fat, please. For 200. Yo mama is so fat, this slug like creature from Star Wars said, Damn! Jabba the Hutt! <laughs> it is Jabba the Hutt. Yo mama is so fat, Jabba the Hutt said, Damn! <laughs> My favorite was, uh, Your mama's so. F- uh, there's the. Careful. You might, you might spoil this All next right, better one. I better not spoil them. Go ahead. Let's keep Yo mama is so fat for 400. Yo mama is so fat when she wears a red shirt and she gets mistaken for this famous juice mascot. Oh, yeah! <laughs> O.J. Simpson. (laughs) Juice mascot. (laughs) Only that's the Kool-Aid man. It sure is the Kool-Aid man. (laughs) Matt, your turn. Uh, Let's keep it going. For 600. Your mama is so fat, she was this object that Indiana Jones was running from at the beginning of Raiders (laughs) of the Lost Ark. A giant boulder? I believe it was a giant boulder. (laughs) Or O.J. Simpson. (laughs) And Paul, what do you want? Mama so fat. For 800. Your mama is so fat, she was baptized at this famous Sea Life theme park found in San Diego, Orlando, and San Antonio. Sea World. I believe it is Sea World. Well done. Boy, look at that. We got all of those right. They had to baptize her at Sea World. She's uh, so see. fat. I'll just go right over to your mama's so ugly for 200. Yeah. Daily double. Oh, shit. Okay. 
Uh, Yo Mama is so ugly. She is the reason why this blue video game character by Sega runs so fast. <laughs> I believe that's Sonic the Hedgehog. That's right. Sonic the Hedgehog. That's Yo Mama funny. is so ugly. Sonic Matt, you turn. From your I'll take mama. Uh, mama so ugly for 400. Daily Double. Look at me go, crazy. Both of them back to back. Your mama is so ugly, she makes these layered vegetables cry. <laughs> That's a good one. Onions. Uh, it is an onion, yeah. There we go, Paul. Uh, your mama's so ugly. Far 600. Your mama is so ugly, she turned this mythological creature with snake hair into stone. With Medusa. Medusa is correct. Also would have accepted the queen of the Gorgons. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> It's technically a Gorgon. Uh, yo mama's so ugly for 800. Yo mama's so ugly, neither Jacob nor Edward from this famous book and their movie series wants her on their team. Uh, that has to be Twilight. Yes. And the only reason I know that is because my name is Jacob. Yep. Team Jacob. I'm, I'm just sad that I know anything about that. Uh, let's see. Matt, your turn. I'll take your mama so dumb. For 200. Your mama so dumb she brought a spoon to this NFL championship game. The Super Bowels. The Super Bowels is correct. Because you like to eat ass. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with Knox gelatin. I go with uh, your mama so dumb for 400. Your mama is so dumb she tried to climb this refreshing green citrus soda. Uh... She tried to climb. Your mama is so dumb. Oh, Mountain Dew. <laughs> she tried to climb Mountain Dew. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking uh, Shasta. I was thinking Mount, Mount Shasta. Shasta. Mountain Shasta, maybe. Yeah. Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew. No, Mountain Dew is it. Mountain Dew. Mountain Shasta. That Boy, yours is even slicker. Yeah. Uh, I'll go so dumb for 600 Your mama is so dumb, she got fired from the factory that makes these bite-sized chocolate candies for throwing out the W's. <laughs> It's a classic. It's got to be M&M's. Yep, sure is. <laughs> and Matt, what do you want? Uh, 800. <laughs> These are great. Yo mama is so dumb, she put two quarters <laughs> in her ears and thought she was listening to this famous rapper. 50 Cent. <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> that is so great. Paul, potluck. Potluck, let's go. For 200. Your mama is so hairy, people mistake her for this famous Wookiee. Chewbacca. It is Chewbacca indeed. Also, Lumpy or Nala would have been accepted. Less famous. <laughs> Less famous. Uh, I'll go potluck for 400. Your mama is so short. She hang glides with these nacho cheese or cool ranch flavored tortilla chips. <laughs> Your mama's so short she hang glides with a Dorito. <laughs> Matt, your turn. Uh, potluck, 600. She'd be tiny. Your mama is so poor. These quaking aquatic birds. Quacking. Oh, quacking. Quaking. These, I was like, quaking. These quacking aquatic birds throw bread at her. Oh, <laughs> what are ducks? And for our ducks. <laughs> and Paul closing out the game. Potluck for 800. Your mama is so old, her driver's license has this Egyptian writing on it. Hieroglyphics. Hieroglyphics is correct. These are great. Look your, at that. Your mama is so poor. Your your house has a front and back door on the same hinge. <laughs> your your mama is so fat. She jumped up in the air and got stuck. Your mama is so fat. She got uh she got a cut in her leg and gravy poured out. Oh, my favorite is your mama is so fat. She's incapable of physical movement. <laughs> so fat. <laughs> she puts a belt on with a boomerang. 
That's a good one. Oh, wee, 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 wee. that's the game. And Paul Ooh. wins with 3,000. Matt comes in second with 2,800. I come in third with 2,600. Thank Bell's you, Silver Wolf Scoop. That was a great one. The ugly bitch. That ugly, ugly bitch. bitch. All right. I want to thank Penjeff for creating this podcast. I should send you things. Oh, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, as Jacob sends us things, just, we're doing our best to get all of our Patreon stuff in for August. Because I'm going away uh, for 10 days, it uh, messes up the recording schedule and, the, and everything else. And so uh, we'll, we'll be catching up. Anything if, you're not, if you don't hear your Patreon thank you this month, just know that we haven't lost it. We're going to get to it next month. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all, it's all on its way. It's coming. Just like me. Oh, yeah. It's coming. All right, you should have them. All right. I want to th- I do. Good. I want to thank uh, Leon Kassab, the uh, uh, the fattest mama I know. Yeah, the fattest mama I know. Sarah Boyle, your mama's so dumb. Somebody told her it was chilly outside. She went and got a spoon. <laughs> Wolf brand. <laughs> uh, your mom is so Lucas Richard, she doesn't even know how to look Lucas Richard. Scoops of data. Your mom is so ugly. Uh, we broke the mirrors in our house before she got here. Uh, the overscoop. Your mom is so old. Her social security number is one. Uh, scoop John John. Your mama is so old that she is God's first finger bang. <laughs> I was just like, Mac and Wacky. <laughs> Your mama's so old, even Jesus is like, holy shit, that's one old mama. <laughs> Frozen 49th scoop. Your mama's so old that she remembers when the Nile was just a stream. Malia Strimple, your mama's so short, she just ran for president of the Lollipop Guild. Stan Marzinski, your mama's so old that she actually lived on Pangea. Uh, Michael Calder, your mama's so short, she can't get on most roller coasters. The Rusty Scooper, your mama's so old... That she predates written language. Uh, Michael, uh, Mike Helm, your, I did Michael Calder, right? Yes. Mike Helm, your mom is so ugly, even paper bags are like, no, thank you. Country Scoop, your mom is so old, scientists found a layer of her 38 feet underground. Mike Wenz, your mom is so horse like that everyone just feeds her carrots. Smitty Scoop, your mama is so old that she. Uh, indicates climate change is, in fact, uh, truly and irredeemably going in a direction unprecedented in all of history. <laughs> Nathan Hot Dog Soup, your mom is so dirty that uh, people pay her to cross bridges. Ted Franowitz, your mom is so old, she was uh, high school chums with Betty White. Nicolette Benoit, your mama is so ugly, she just recently paid a mermaid a ransom for her voice. Thomas Beach, your mama's so old, she uses Shroud of Turin as a towel uh, at Nick, the beach. Nicholas Decanter, your mama's feet are so flat, they could do that Michael Jackson video thing without any shoes on. <laughs> Coconut time travel. Your mama is so old, she used uh, bark as currency. Uh, Nick Decanter, did I just do that? I don't know. I think so. Peter Sanzone. Uh, your mom is so ugly, even the shovel's like, I can't do anything to make that face worse. Ice Blue Scoop. Your mom is so old, she is stuck in a glacier from the Ice Age. Uh, Ready Rich. Uh, your mom is so uh, old, uh, 
Her DNA uh, is like from like a really old time. Excel <laughs> ah, scoop. Your mom is so old that if you touch her, she turns to dust. Uh, Walter scoop check. Your mom is so old. A T Rex is like, oh, that's old. Ugo Gerhards. Your mom is so old. Her blood type is one. Superintendent, your mom is so poor. Homeless people are like, here, have my can of soup. Did I give XL scoop? Or I don't think so. This is so hard. We're trying to think of jokes and read at the same yeah. time. XL scoop. Your mom is so old that they did an autopsy of her, and the bitch was like, I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rob Tones. Nope. Superintendent. Superintendent. Your mom is so old. Rob Tones thinks her mom is so old. Udo Gerhards, your mom is so old that she puts her feet under her car to make it go fast. Robert Brooks Lyle, your mom is so old. She's like, I'm going to cover this mosquito in molasses and see what happens. The Verg, your mama is so old. She, uh, she, they call her a wrinkle in time. <laughs> Robert Brownie Jr. Man, your mom is so old. She painted a cave in France. I was like, I'm going to let this stay here and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Giovanese, your mom is so old that her dentures have dentures. <laughs> Robert, uh, no, Roger Edge, your mom is so old. She was like, all right, Christopher Columbus, you can borrow some of my boats. <laughs> Thank you, Tiki Scoop. Your mama is so old that Viking, she fucked up Vikings. Uh, Rusty Scoop, your mama's so old, she thinks the earth is flat, and she has a YouTube channel. Scoop, <laughs> scoop the jackpot. Your mama's so old, she was around during the formation of the moon. William Burdenan. Burdenan. William Burdenan. I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. William Burdenan, your mama is so old that when she farts, people are like, whoa, god damn it. That like a... a the, remember the mummy? That dust storm that had a face? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's like. They all think that. They all think, damn, you remember the mummy? All of people that think that. That dust storm that had a face? That's like what her fart was like. Whoo, crusty old, dusty old fart, old mama. Uh, all the following scoops, I'm sure, have have perfectly lovely mothers. <laughs> Fred Evil, uh, Frederick Sw uh, Swanstrand, uh, Galen L. Diggs, Garrett Godfrey. Graham Whitaker, uh, Griffin Menke, Take It EV, Scoopamania, Hayden Bailey, Scooper Nintendo Chalmers, Yarny Scoop, The Lapis Lagomorph, Grill Sergeant Scoops, Jacob Harrington, James Albritton, uh, Albritton, That Cool New Scoop, Mr. Scoopy Butthole, One Fell Scoop, Scooper Conductor, Scoopy Bartfast, Jason Vasquez, All the Scoops I Slept With Last Night. That's too many. The Scoop with Two Names, Melissa Carillo, uh, Carrillo, Rob Tones, and Udo Gerhans. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Hey, if you, want, if you want your mother identified on this podcast, you got to go to preachingfun.com. Got to. Got to go there and check out all the rewards we have up on our, for our Patreon uh, feed. Uh, anything from two bucks to uh, uh, to buying a Jock versus Nerd Day, all kinds of cool things available to us, an audio bank, a bunch of our songs. All this kind of cool shit's available to you if you just go to preachingfun.com. Help us pay our bills, grow our audience, and uh, keep doing this uh, twice a week and, yeah. and, and sometimes more when we hit certain plateaus, which we've hit for the last two months. It's been and cool. looks like we might even hit it for a third month in a row. Holy crap, crazy. guys. Exciting. Guys super, super Satan. Um, and uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. 
If you want to turn someone on to our podcast, do that. Just tell one Just person. one person. Choose wisely. And uh, thanks for listening. We will see you soon. We'll see you soon. Shotspear.com. Kellyairhart.com. Kelly Earhart, however you spell it. VotePen.com. Got a VotePen.com. Keep a number one in the people. U.S. Today magazine poll thing. <laughs> That's why you're the best. It's time for them drums. Ready. Rule Scoopania would like a limerick about barbecuing dedicated to other meat enthusiasts. Meat enthusiasts. Barbecuing? What an interesting way to say that. Barbecuing. You say carnivores? A hundred... No, limerick? Limerick. This time I've I've decided to change it up a bit and do the limericks first. Then I'm going to do haikus. And then I'm going to close it out with triple threats. Well, changing it up. Changing it up. Uh... This is all about carnivores. Sure. Meat eaters. Barbecuing. Barbecuing. There once was a man from Brazil. Of meat, he could not get his fill. He cooked all day and barbecued. Hey, hey. (laughs) He is out there cooking meat still. A scuba root canal would like a limerick about driving in silence dedicated to my family that always falls asleep in the car. That's podcast time for me. That'd yeah. be lovely. My family was quiet, you see. They fell asleep while I drove. Hee hee. So I drove off a cliff and screamed, holy shit. Then they woke up. Fuck them. That'll teach them. <laughs> uh, the Micro Scoop would like a limerick uh, from Matt. Uh, specifically from Matt. Oh, fine. This is about the Who Scoops podcast dedicated to Paul. <laughs> I hate myself just a little bit. I thought I should listen to a total piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Piece of shit is like poop. Oop, I download Who Scoops. <laughs> and now I fucking get what I get. Oh my Peter said own with like a limerick about new jobs dedicated to my new job. Yeah, Congrats, new Peter. Job. <laughs> now I fucking get that, what I get. That podcast is awful. <laughs> I needed some money for rent. This new job, it is heaven sent. Put my dick in a hole. The young and the old, they suck it at a pop 50 cent. (laughs) Sarah Boyle went like a limerick about colonoscopies dedicated to Bat Scoop. (laughs) Oh, buddy. (laughs) Sorry, Bat Scoop. Right behind you, buddy. Behind you. Oh. Hoink. Um. I got to clean out to make sure there's no funk uh, or remnants of any past that would stunk. But in the doctor's room, I behave 
as he enters my cave with a miner's cap there to spelunk. Ted Fredowitz would like a limerick about what a pain in the ass it is to find a decent roommate. Oh, that's tough. That is true. Those are the old days. I, I don't miss those days at all. No. That's a tough one. Yeah, like roommate, roommate searching. Uh, uh, yeah. Got to find somebody I won't hate. Whom with I can cohabitate. Should probably be a man, because that's what I am. And I'm not looking for a long-term fucking date. <laughs> the Verge would like a limerick about street rods dedicated to electric cars. Street rods? Street rods. What's a street rod? A hot rod. Okay. I've only heard it referred to as hot rod. Now you've heard both. Street rod. Street rod. Take your dick, put it on the road. <laughs> street rod. Here's my street rod for you. Boing. Boing. <laughs> this is a limerick, yeah? Yep. Zero to pussy in two minutes. <laughs> I got two on the floor. My nuts, that is. Ah! <laughs> I'm an older gentleman. What do you want? <laughs> I'm an older gentleman. They're both on the floor. My nuts sag. I have an old street rod. It's classic, as a matter of fact. It's over 25 years old. <laughs> it's, got the, it's got the plates. Classic plates. I restored it. Um, What is the thing? I think Paul has lost his place. Well, I'm going to put my street rod in his face. <laughs> As we head to the streets, let him gaze at my meats. <laughs> of course, I also have to stop and drag race. Yeah. Uh, Frankie's Dinky Scoop would like a limerick about plagues dedicated to locusts. Be thankful it wasn't boils. They blamed witches and all sorts of shit. But that wasn't what was causing it. It was fleas on the rats. Nasty little gnats. I heard the bubonic plates coming back to fish concerts. <laughs> Did you see that? I didn't. Yeah. About fish concerts? There's a fish concert about to be held in a space, and there are prairie dogs carrying the bubonic plague nearby. Oh, I did hear about this. Yeah. I didn't hear it was a fish concert. I just heard about the prairie dogs. Yeah. What Jacob said. Me yeah. too. Well, prairie dogs are mixing with the fish concert. That's not a good recipe. No, no, it's not. It is, though. Time for some haiku. Oh, shit. It's about time. You really are switching it up today. David Sorensen <laughs> says, For this month, I'll take a haiku about pollen. Dedicated to my first year ever getting significant allergies. Oh, oh sorry. It's the worst. 185 pollen walking to the bar. And no, the bartender says, it's a haiku. Oh, fuck. That's why the music is playing. Damn it. And we sound like this. You really have been switching it up on us today. 185. 185. 185. Street rods. What am I doing about? The pollen falls down. I inhale and then I sneeze. 
This is tree semen. <laughs> oh, uh, Will Breeden would like a... What's that last name? Bredin. 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 Van Dam. Uh, let's see. He'd like a high Will Van Dam. To thank all the scoops for wishing me a happy birthday earlier this month. Nice. Now, did they actually do that, or is he being sarcastic? Like, they where did the fuck it. was the birthday left? I think they did it. <laughs> oh, thanks for wishing me a happy birthday earlier this month, guys. Assholes. Like, I'm so busy when your phones. <laughs> Old lady. Time for some ice cream. Also, time for some sweet cake. Blow out all the candles. Nope, blow out the candles. There you go. <laughs> Not all the candles, the candles. Just the candles. Just the candles. Reverend Dr. Commander McScoop would like a triple threat about rabid ducks dedicated to democracy. 185 rabid ducks walk into the bar. The bartender says, we don't serve rabid ducks here. And the 185 rabid ducks quack up at the thought of not getting a drink. Oh. Oh, boy. Ooh. They call me the rabid duck because I foam at the mouth and quack a lot. 185 rabid ducks walk into a bar bartender and say, we don't serve rabid ducks in here. You guys are going to cause all kinds of damage, and who's going to pay for all of that? And they all just look at him, and as one, they say, ah, put it on our bill. Yeah, there's the classic. There it is. I like my women like I like my rabid ducks with a uh, foaming and very intricately shaped vagina. Nice, nice. Science! Uh, what's the difference between your mom and a rabid duck? What's that? One has a very intricately shaped vagina and rows of tiny little teeth lining her bill, which she is frothing out of at the time. And the other is a rabid duck. Oh. Good. Nailed it. Scoop Chain the Beijing Bugle would like a triple threat about instant coffee. Dedicated to that jar of instant coffee that's on my desk. That's good. That's good. 185 instant coffees walking to the bar. The bartender says, we don't serve instant coffees here. 185 instant coffees say, oh, too good for Folgers, are you? Mm. Uh, 185 uh, instant coffees walk into the bar. They see... The bartender, like, I recognize him. Is that Jean Luc? I was just about to do a Jean Luc joke. Is that <laughs> is that Maxwell House? I think it's Maxwell House. Yeah. yeah. Savor the memories. Waiter's the name. Whatever. Yeah. Jean Luc. Jean Luc. And then he shows up at the thing. Yeah. Then they have a kid. I don't remember. Then they have a kid. I just remember the two girls going Jean Luc. Yeah, but then, but then, but then somebody comes and fucks the lady. I don't remember that part. And then they end up with like a kid. Okay. I and like, then they did like a crossover like my, with shed spread. I like to. Uh, I like because they never women. showed their faces. I like my women. Like I like my uh, instant coffee. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Secretly containing a bunch of Colombian cocaine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they call me the instant coffee because I really uh, get going when you put me in boiling water. Uh, what's interesting? Uh, your mom and some uh, instant coffee. What's you that? Tell me. One uh, likes to just be scooped out. Maybe like eight or nine scoops. Just scoop right out. First thing in the morning. <laughs> and the other is instant coffee. What's the difference between your mom and instant coffee? 
What's that? One, uh, whatever aisle they are on in the grocery store just smells exactly like them. The entire aisle just permeated by that smell. And the other is instant coffee. Yeah, true. <laughs> A scoop du jour would like a triple threat about bunny rabbits dedicated to my wife and her new pets. 185 bunny rabbits walk into a bar. Bartender says, we don't serve rabbits in here. And the rabbits were like, oh, it's okay. We'll just hop away. 185 bunny rabbits walk into the bar. Bartender says, we don't serve rabbits here. 297 bunny rabbits say, well, we'll wait until you serve us. And Bartender says, it's not going to happen. 488 bar- bunny rabbits say, look, man, we don't have anywhere to be. And bartender says, I'm sorry, I'm not going to serve you. Nearly 80,000 bunny rabbits. Exponential! It's right, like warp speed. I like my women like I like my bunny rabbits. They poop in small little pellets in my yard. Ooh. Uh, they call me the bunny rabbit because here's the thing. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. I'm a real thumper. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, what's between your mom and a bunny rabbit? What's that? One has giant feet, huge ears, and can hop twice their body length. The other is a, body, a bunny rabbit. Uh, what's between your mom and a bunny rabbit? What's that? One gets eaten by a coyote near the rain one-off aqueduct <laughs> a block away from my house. <laughs> and the other's a bunny rabbit. I thought you were going to go into an oral sex joke about the people who, like, uh, smuggle uh, Mexican immigrants over into the U.S. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's the difference between your mom and a bunny rabbit? What's that? What? One can be found in the... Classic water ship down. The other, you have to water her shit down. <laughs> it sounded like to find her puss. It's coated in crap. Charles. She wears backwards diapers. <laughs> Used backwards diapers, so her puss is always oh, shit filled. Chocolate stout scoop float. <laughs> like a triple threat about food trucks. Food trucks. You're getting fatter. Imagine your mom wearing backwards shit filled diapers. <laughs> <laughs> food trucks? Food trucks. Was that about a puss of a shit filled puss? Uh hundred and five trucks. Hundred and eighty five poop trucks. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Water shit down. <laughs> hundred and eighty five uh food trucks sure. uh walking to the bar. I guess the bar was having a festival that day. <laughs> <laughs> Special event. Uh, let's see. Special um, event I like my I like my women like I like my food trucks. They tell me how great it's gonna be, <laughs> and then I get there and it's fine. Yeah. It's fine, but it's, it's pricey. <laughs> they call me the food truck because if uh, people think I'm remotely good, you have to wait like over an hour sitting on like grass until I can finally come around. Yeah. They call me the food truck because I am filled with lobster rolls. <laughs> What's the difference between your mom and a food truck? What's what? that? Nothing. Five Mexicans can barely handle her in the back of a, <laughs> a truck. <laughs> That's it. All right. Your mom overpowers Mexicans because <laughs> of her shit filled puss. Paul. Yes. Paul. Yes. It's time to do some songs, Paul. Haunted songs. We are very close to Halloween. Why are they haunted? I don't know. Who the fuck knows? 
Dave Slusher of the Evil Genius Chronicles would like a song by Informative Lemmy explaining how to play craps dedicated to the fact that it is an impossible game to understand. Here's how you play the game that calls in that the poop. Put your money down, watch it disappear. Place it on a line, you think that it'll be fine, but it goes away, your money goes away. Someone rolls the dice. Somebody else watches, then they say, hey, throw the dice again. Seven or eleven, I think those are the words you want. When you get a good roll, people like to blow your dice. Blow your dice, blow your dice. play craps here's how you play craps put your money on the table someone take your money away and you get to be loud in public i had no idea that you were such an expert craps player uh shout out to george wallace the comedian because that's his his joke, is uh, I'll teach y'all how to play craps. You put your money on the table, somebody picks it up and takes it away. There you go. <laughs> craps. Yeah, that's craps. <laughs> there was a time that I really knew how to play craps. I knew, knew you all lost of the... that skill. I, I I probably still know it. Just atrophied. I think I think it's atrophied a little bit, but I I, I it probably take about two minutes to to but remember all of it. That's the crux of it, right? Is you want to hit sevens and elevens sometimes. Not always. No. What do you... you uh, Depends on how what people are betting, huh? No, before you... They bet the cum well, line? Okay, so you, Ooh. there are different ways that you can bet. You can bet <laughs> kind of for the roller or against the roller. Oh. The the common way to play it is to bet with the roller. I would think so, because that's, that's how everybody gets to cheering, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's no fun to bet against the roller. It, it, you, you, Who you does that? Yeah. Uh, but, so if, if you're playing that way... Before a number gets set, so the whole the whole idea is you roll you roll the dice, you set a number, and that number can be uh, three, four, five, six, eight, nine, or ten. Okay. Oh no, no no three is not one of them. Four five six eight nine ten. Okay. Uh, before the number gets set, two and twelve are losers. Uh, before the number gets set, seven and eleven are winners. Okay. After the number gets set, two, three, eleven, and twelve don't mean anything unless you're betting on those specific numbers. And that's the other thing too is you can always bet on a specific number to come up. Okay. Uh, after the number comes up, though, seven is a loser. Mm. 
So seven, you you want to roll anything but a seven in most cases. That's how you crap out. Right. But you can also bet on seven. You can just bet on, so you can bet on right. anything. Is seven is the easiest one to hit. Seven is the easy. That, that's the 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 most. most combinations on a pair of of dice will will come up seven. Yeah, unless you have one of your stupid gamer dice. Right. No, you're not. Playing, then I don't know what not, happens. You're there. not playing craps with a d12. Right. Although that'd be, be that'd be really right? funny. That'd be weird, right? Because a d12, it, you just have different sides, one through twelve, right? Yep. That's, well, oh, that'd be, that'd be triangles. So but it, but it, you have like yeah. one through twelve yep. are the sides on that dice, right? Yeah. So you could could like in the rules without changing the rules, you could use one of those. Yeah. That'd be that'd be oh, hilarious. You just, you just use one d twelve. That's what but I'm saying. That, but that wouldn't. But it wouldn't work right. But all the odds would be fucked. Yeah. Probably in the player's favor. I, I would absolutely be in the player's favor. Oh, well. Yeah, because then you're a one out of twelve chance that the house wins instead of a whatever out of whatever chance. Well. Time to change the rules. <laughs> In the Paul Mattingly Casino, mm-hmm. craps is the game you want to play. Hell yeah. Uh, Darth Scooper uh, says, for my song, I'd like a song about how August isn't too early to start planning Halloween. Oh, there, there's our intro right He's there. exactly right. Uh, dedicated to the fans who visit uh, Boo Cell Avenue. What's Boo Cell Avenue? I have no idea. It must be some kind of... Uh... Must be a thing that Darth Scooper does or something. Spirit Halloween store. Yeah. I was looking at the calendar on my wall. The date of August is what I saw. I knew September was a ways away, but then October would be here in a couple more days. I said, fuck it, let's decorate. Let's decorate now for Halloween. It's kind of like Christmas in January. People leave that shit up way too long. I'm doing it better because I'm doing it ahead. Putting up skeletons and other things that are dead. Making decorations for my scary haunt. I don't care that it's early, I do what I want. I decorate in August. Fuck you, it's my house. I'll leave it up all goddamn year. Maybe I'm dead. That's the whole reason that the house is still decorated. I died and left the shit up. People didn't realize that's the real horror. No one ever came to check on me. I'm so glad I decorate early. I think Halloween is great. Everyone should come and make sure I'm alive. Check on me. My decorations have been up for a long, long time. I decorate for Halloween. In goddamn August. Fuck you. Fuck you if you don't. I do whatever I goddamn please. Just a just a sad tale. Right? Like that's I think about that sometimes when I see uh Christmas decorations yeah. in like March. You're like, "Oh shit, they died." Well, I, my first thought is those children don't eat regularly. That's my first. Or, or at least not well. Yeah. They that, don't they don't eat uh, uh not every meal is a is a super nutritious meal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's my first thought. Or maybe they're just too busy preparing super nutritious meals to take down those lights. No, because the kind of decorations that are left up till March <laughs> are not the good ones. Not great. No. The they're, win- they're the window clings that just stay forever. There was or a- the or the painted windows. Oh yeah. You like paint a Christmas decoration. I got on, to paint window, my yeah, yeah. big front bay window at home one year for Christmas. That yeah. was fun. And that probably stayed up through early January. Through March. Yeah. Not March, but early January. But it's an ordeal. To get it off. Oh yes. I bet. Yeah. So you have to use like paint thinner to get it off? Or no, it's no. Easier than that? It it's uh usually scraped off with razors. Oh, that's much worse. Well, why? Because I'd rather go out with flakes? a I'd rather go out with a spray bottle and and spray some paint thinner on it than wipe it off. No, I think you can soap it. It's it's not like hardcore paint. I think it's like Tetra. Tetra? Is this a, like a limerick or which which one is the, which one are we doing right now? <laughs> this is the limerick. It's, it's, yeah, it's we're, long... having, we're having some breakdowns between these songs. <laughs> what you're gonna find in just a moment is we're gonna rhyme with something. <laughs> it's. Buckle up. Yeah. It's, Buckle it's, up, guys. It's coming around the, the rhyme. The rhyme is on the way. <laughs> the Verge would like a song by Informative Lemmy um, about college cost to benefit ratio dedicated to my daughter starting college this month. Uh, congratulations, I guess, Verge. Mm-hmm. Sure. Here's a tip, my man. Save your fucking money. Go get a GED. Great school will serve you well. Colleges can go to hell. Five cents in your degree might get you some coffee. Fuck college. Fuck college. What are you going to do with that paper in your hand the rest of your life owing money to the goddamn man? Unless your future job pays you 80k a year, you are fucked. Even at 80k, depending on your quality of living, you're going to be fucked. You're fucked. I'm the Verge, and this is just what I wanted to hear. You know, you're fucked. You're totally fucked. Yeah, you got a fucking degree, and you got a life of debt. College will fuck you. Feel the burn, 2020. Feel the burn. Fuck that idiot. (laughs) I'm done with him. So done with him. Done with all the anyone over over forty. I'm done. Really? I don't even trust myself anymore. So you just you just want Pete Buttigieg? I think it should be thirty five to forty. That's it. That's the only people that can run anymore. Goddamn, done with it. See ya. Done with it all. You really thought this out. <laughs> <laughs> you really thought this through. Why not? It's fair. No, the why not? The why not's not what I'm questioning. <laughs> the amount of time you've you figured out this thirty five to forty thing. That's what I'm curious about. Oh, no. I have I just I think that